what the fuck is up welcome back to the 6th episode of the untypical podcast where i talk to guests about weird things that they're into or just weird things in general this week on the podcast we have someone who has made extensive contact with aliens now i know that most of you not, might not believe in the idea of aliens but don't you think that it's a little fucking narcissistic to think that all the life that exists in the universe just happens to be where you stand well i can't say for sure but i'd urge you to listen to this with an open mind as usual and not dismiss anything without giving it just a fucking just a fucking moment of your time aliens have always been an abstract concept to me and while i don't believe that they look like the shriveled nutsack that ET was or the blue penis looking like jadu i'm fairly open to the fact that we're not fucking alone over here and i think y'all should be as well so without any further ado let's give her a call So uh thank you so much for agreeing to come on the podcast and uh, educate me about alien and extraterrestrial. You're welcome. So uh where are you from exactly? Um I'm from Spearfish, South Dakota. It's in the Black Hills. Uh all right. So I'm just going to jump right in. And uh, Okay, go for it. So uh, have you ever made contact with uh, extraterrestrial life? Yes. Okay, can you just run me through what that experience was like? Did you meet them in person or was it some sort of technology that you went through? <laughs> Um yes I do believe I've met them in person. Um I I have met them as um they come into our atmosphere as light and energy and then they um turn into like a solid mass once they come through. And um they can shape shift into anything that they want to be shape shifted into um I which you know is unknown to me whatever they can sh- they can do anything that we can do here. So um they can turn into human form also. Uh, so so what do you think their purpose is of coming to earth though? Why why would they want to make contact with us? Um I believe that they are interested in us as a human race in what it is that we are doing here on our planet, our star. Uh they are interested in our skillfulness, our um the way that we uh, how we live here. Um I I do believe that they I was told that they are our higher they are our ancestors that have crossed over and keep evolving some do come back and reincarnate and some do keep evolving into the next dimensions um from my understanding is that they come back here is, is that um we we are the project for them they um kind of nurture us and they um have definitely taken pride in um making sure that we're on, we stay on a a healthy path. Uh they definitely don't um want to cause harm to us. I mean, definitely if they were going to cause harm to us, they would would have already done it. I mean, the technology they have is mind-blowing. The things that they can do is mind-blowing. So, they definitely aren't here to hurt us. They are we are like um like how how an ant is to a human okay so we look down and we can see ants how they colonize or how animals colonize and how bees colonize um that's kind of what they are but it it circles out into another dimension so it definitely it's it's kind of like a ripple effect you know what i mean do you get what i'm saying yeah i do but uh 
what was your first contact with them like like did you meet them face to face my very first contact with them was not friendly it was not fun it was not exciting it was very traumatic and it was very very scary for me um the first contact i made with them they were they were lights they were sitting in a field and um they were just like orbs of lights and they were sitting there and i didn't i didn't know what they were i was with two other people and we thought that maybe they were like irrigation um a system with lights on it out in a field so we sat there and we watched but they were just too luminous they were too bright and so it excited us enough to be like okay we're going to go find out what's going sh- we're going to find out what's going on and we um we decided to um drive around the other side and um we decided to go to the other side of this road and and go look at him from another angle and it that just didn't that that just didn't work for us because we never made it we never made it to the other side we ended up i when we started to take off when we got to the other side of it we blinked out when i say we blinked out i mean like we lost contact with it um it it took us to a whole Oh gosh, I don't even know how to explain. Like when we went there, we were not uh, in the same place. We 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 lost about an hour and 15 minutes of time. And so, so you it, have it, a period of time that you don't remember. Yes, yes, we have time that we don't remember. But what do you and, think went on in that time? Well, something about they didn't want us to whatever they whatever we stumbled upon they didn't want us to um to see it or maybe we weren't ready to see it and so what ended up happening was um we came to we came to and we were on a different road we were on a different area and that's when things got really scary for us because we um i didn't realize that they had um took us until the passenger with me um said hey he's like I think they, you know, abducted us and um where are we? And I was like, where are we? We started to look around and the area that we were supposed to be at wasn't the area where we were where we were at when we first saw the lights. So um it it scared us all. I mean, I started to cry. It was very traumatic for us because we didn't know what happened. All we knew is we were staring at these lights. and we wanted to go on this other road to look for another angle at it and it um we we never made it and then so then we proceeded to take off we thought we were in a different state it looked like we were in a different state so we proceeded to take off on the road to go up this hill that we they put us on and we looked over to the right of us and we saw the lights again this time instead of four lights there were five lights and they were luminous also but this time they were all in a row um so we l- looked over at them and then as we turned to take off we were right back where we started again just it happened just like that in the blink of an eye <laughs> so so uh, do you think that these extraterrestrial life forms do this often do they often abduct people i believe that no i don't believe that they abduct people i believe that from my understanding they 
they there's there's certain races there's certain genetics that they come back here for and there's certain bloodlines that they keep track of and they come back and i not sure why you know why they take certain people but they don't just take people i mean they they really don't they there's a reason if they're taking you there's a reason why they're taking you and the research that i have done following up with it is that they come after bloodlines and they vi they visit a certain bloodline forever i mean they they just watch it and so that's kind of the knowledge and the information that I have got since this happened to me. And I started researching, you know, like, why, 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 why? Now I see them on a, a weekly basis. I mean, I see them so much that it doesn't scare me anymore. I'm not frightened. I know they're not going to hurt me. I got like four years under my belt of meeting with them and talking with them. So definitely not afraid of them. But the very first time it was not if pleasant experience it, actually oh. the first few times weren't pleasant Wait, so uh, how, how do you communicate with them do they speak the same language as us or is it a different kind of language or uh, how do you talk no. to them um they don't they don't speak our language they they're telepathic they speak through um when you're on a higher vibration and your body is when your when your mind and your body and your spirit is on a different frequency a different wavelength you can communicate with them um, they communicate through however I want to communicate with them through. Um, they and it's it's all telepathic. So when I talk with them and I ask them questions, I have to be very direct with my questions. And then I have to, in order for them to communicate back with me, I have to have them make symbols with me so that I know what that they're answering me back. And they and they make the symbols in the sky. I mean, they they move around. So, so uh, what kind of questions have you asked them? What, what have they told you? Um, I, we, when, my, when I visit with them, it's more on a, um, a very a higher information. The things that they tell me or download me with information is not normal stuff that I would even think about. Um, they usually give me information about global things, about... Um, nuclear missiles that they don't want being used. Um, they give me information about um, just like things that are happening on the planet. And they try to um, communicate with me on helping me to make awareness about what it is that they're, they're watching and paying attention to. When I ask them things, I'll ask them like, um, are you my ancestors like that, you know, and then, um, if you are make a heart in the sky for me and then it, it might take them a little while, but then once, once they, um, I, I'll ask them, sometimes I have to, it might take a half hour. I mean, for them to answer me back and I'll just keep asking a direct, just direct over and over like that. And then when I do, when I do make contact with them and then that's when they start moving around and then they'll, they'll sh go in the shape of a heart. How they know how to do that symbol, I don't know, but they do. I mean, any symbol I ask to answer a question, they will make the symbol for me to validate that they are, have made contact with me. But uh, wh why would they go through a single person? Why would they not contact the general population? Uh, I feel like a lot of it for me, I guess I asked that question myself. I asked, why aren't you, you know, I don't ask them, but I say, why aren't they making 
more contact with more people. And I thought a lot of people were making contact with them. But as I'm starting to realize, that's not true. Um, very few people are actually communicating with them directly. They they may see them, but they're not communicating. You know what I mean? So um, I believe... But why? I, why, I, why would they not? Why would they not I go believe, to like a higher, a, a larger number of people? Um, I just believe it's the vibrational frequency. I believe it's whatever frequency you're on is how they can make contact. I mean, it takes years of conditioning yourself, of being loyal to meditation and praying and um, believing in them, I guess. And, and, and you have to, the number one thing when you're working with them is you can't have fear. I mean, they will, uh -huh. they will pick up on, they will, they will pick up on fear. If you have fear, they won't make contact with you. So uh, what, what is the craziest thing that they've told you about our world? Um, the craziest thing, well, not really the craziest, but maybe to other and normal human is that we are their project. Like, like a science project? Well, no, well, maybe in the human sense, but in their sense, they, we, we are their children. We are their planet. We are their beings. They have designed us and they are the gods. They gods. They are the gods. They are the creation. They have um, come here to nurture us and to help us evolve. I mean, they give us this technology for all of us to use it, not just for the elite. And that's, that's what they don't understand is they need they need a person down here on the ground to be able to communicate with them on an honest level of what's happening here because they don't they don't like how people are misusing certain technologies and building nuclear weapons of mass destruction because once a nuke gets set off it affects the universe out there and so they have straight up warned me that any race here on the planet that sets off a nuclear nuke they will wipe that race out they will take them out just like they did with the Atlante atlanteans and with the egyptians but but the uh, nuclear bombs have been set off before though or yes like they Japan. They but have. they're still around right right they have and and that's their biggest thing is that they will wipe out the in that area whoever's using them they will take them out and so i mean it's kind of like I don't know who, what it, who they're watching or what they they know. Something's going on because they've made it very clear to me, and they've come to me in dreams and and shown me stuff in my dreams. And um, they show they they've come to me in dreams also, and and where they're scooping up a whole huge area of the earth and taking all the humans that they want to take, and they pu pulled us all up into this ship, and then they when they started we started lifting off and pulling back that's when i woke up and i was like okay what's going on like i don't know if that's something i like that was happening to me but that that's not one of the craziest thing that's a really they, when they deliver messages to me they're not just like simple like hi how are you doing they're very very um global global messages that i don't even know nothing about so so what races uh, are they interested in you, you say that they're interested in certain amount, in certain bloodlines and certain races, right? Or yes. What races are there? I, I guess there, I'm not completely sure, but I do know that like the Native Americans that are here on the planet, they definitely have an interest in the Native Americans because the Native Americans from the beginning of time have always worshipped the Star Nation, which is what they're called, which is what we call the ETs and the UFOs is, is um, 
you know, star nation. And so we have always respected them and given them, you know, our, um, we've always meditated to them. And so I've been meditating to star nation for almost 20 years, which is the ETs. And I finally made contact with them close to five years ago. And they, they do come in as humans. They are here on the planet. They are walking amongst us. They are living amongst us. They're completely just look like us, everything. I mean, then how do we differentiate? Uh, how do I look at someone and uh, kind of look at them and be like, oh, you might just be an alien? <laughs> um, it doesn't really happen like that. I guess how you'll, <laughs> how I'm starting to notice is they're on a different frequency. They're on a, um, they can pick up your thoughts when you're walking by them and you're thinking something, they'll look over at you and be like, I know what you're thinking like that kind of crazy to say it uh-huh. like that, but that's how it is. No, I get it, but oh, where where are they from? Where do you think they come from? You said that they enter our, our atmosphere as light beams. Mm-hmm. So yes. where where do they originate from? They come from different um galaxies. But then why would they pick us? Uh, there there are millions of galaxies out there, right? Why would they pick Earth? Well, why does that? Why are we so important uh, when it comes to the entire universe? I think I think it's because the dimension that we're in and the form that they can shift into and they can live on this planet because they're on such a high frequency and a higher dimension that um, it's sometimes it's hard for them to come through on other planet or other galaxies and transform and so we have we must have some kind of an energy field or something around where when they come through they can live and walk amongst us they can be here. So, uh, you mentioned earlier that they're not our enemies, right? No. So, so they're here just to give us information and just give us knowledge on what could possibly happen in the future? Yes. But how, how do they know that? How do they know what's going to happen? Um, they have looking glass technology. They, have, they can see into the They have technology where they can look into certain technologies that they have and they can see timelines and they can see when the human race are going down the wrong timeline and then that's when they start making contact with those of us that are fully awake and they can make contact through so that we can go out and get the message and then they will they will they are our allies they will give us all the tech they will give me all the technology i need and resources i need to go out there and make awareness they will completely shield me with protection with like them in the human form all around me without people even realizing what they're doing they will give me protection through animals they will give me protection through just people that don't even realize that they're protecting me just to protect me to make sure that I get that message out there and I get to the information with the people that I can help um, that are like scientists and researchers and news radio people to get that information out there. When I first went on Jimmy Church, um, when I called in, I was waiting for a while to call in and I didn't think I was going to get in that night. And whatever happened, his his whole call center wiped out and I was got to be the first caller that went through. So they can do stuff like that. So so you say that there are friends and they that they can see into the future. But then, yes. uh, why, why haven't they tried to prevent, like, uh, world wars? Why haven't they tried to prevent the bigger wars that have happened on Earth? If they really want human life to be peaceful, wouldn't they prevent World War One, World War Two? Wouldn't they do well, all those things? 
Well, sometimes they we have free will. I mean, we have free will, so we're going to be making choices that we want to make as a human race. But back then, they may not were able to make direct contact with anybody because we're so dumbed down by the chemicals and the foods and the toxins and everything that we put in our body that they nobody may not have been awake enough back then to uh, make contact with them that they could, you know, directly trust. And so uh, we're definitely in a different time right now of when we were back then. So more people are awake on the planet now and more people are seeing them. That's why it's starting to be a big thing. So have they told you anything about the future, about the next big event that could possibly happen? Um, I haven't I haven't gone out and spoke with them on that yet. for a while. I haven't really gone out. Usually I go out and meet with them at least maybe once or twice a month. I'll go out and talk with them and and then it might take a day or two before I start I get all the information that they told because I don't get it like right then and there. You know what I mean? Not when it's not when it's about them talking to me. Usually when they tell me information, I won't get I won't break the code or open it up for a day or two. And then I'll start everything will start falling into place. And I'm like, oh, OK, that's them telling me this ain't me because I don't know about this kind of stuff. So they I haven't I do know that they're um, their biggest thing is that they want to put us on a positive timeline and that they, they want a lot of the technology that they've given us to be exposed so that we can start helping with hunger on the planet. We can help with um, medical issues. We can help. They, they want us to use that technology in a positive way to help us so that we don't destroy ourselves through our own diseases and being dumbed down. Have they given you any such technology yet? Yes, they have. Uh, what, what kind of technology that could help uh, prevent hunger and diseases? Well, they, well, for me, I mean, personally, my technology that they've given me is that they can I can time travel with them. And that's still something new that I'm learning about. And I can telepathically heal people with my mind. They have given me uh, powerful psychic abilities. They've given me remote viewing where I can remote view situations. They have given me technology where um, I can, I don't know if it's that they can move me somewhere without me realizing it. And sometimes I don't always know what's going on until after it has happened. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like they did that. You know, they are the ones that <laughs> did that to me. So that's those are own personal technologies that they've given me. They have the technologies that they've given our planet are what the people are using in like Area 51 and all these bunkers that are underneath in the earth that they're using down there. They want that technology to be brought up to the top uh, up here on the earth so that we can help people um, learn how to harvest natural foods and and just eat healthier and, and to use natural energy to heal and doctor ourselves so we don't have to be on all that synthetic. When we're on all that synthetic stuff that's dumbing us down, it's very hard for them to make connections to us. Like me personally, I'm very clean and keep my energy field very positive. When I need to rest, I just lay down and rest. I don't surround myself with negativity. Um, I'm very, very protective of my energy and that's how I can see them all the time and I can talk to them because I'm like an, a powerful antenna that can connect to them. Oh, so if they've given you the psychic abilities to telepathically heal people, 
Or you could possibly have the cure to cancer then, right? Yes, I do. So so then why don't you give it to the rest of the world to use? <laughs> um because I'm still pretty shy. <laughs> you know, I'm a I I'm a I'm a human and I'm you know shy about being out in the public doing stuff, but I do telepathically heal people a lot when I see them in the stores. Um, and I see them struggling. I will send telepathic healing to them. I, I will go doctor people through touch and and moving their energy around in person when they ask me or you know they would like for me to do that. I do do that for them. And then um, a lot of stuff I do is just through like if I see something on TV or I see something going on, I will go out and meditate out and I mean one day I was healing for almost eight hours I was out walking for eight hours straight just doctoring and healing people through my mind everybody that I remembered that needed healing and so I mean I can I can do stuff from where I'm at all the way on the other side of the world but it has I have to have some kind of connection to why I'm doing it or who I'm connecting with and sending it to them it's called a stellar wave frequency but or you could you could possibly save so many lives though if you have these abilities why yes. would you like you have you have the ability to practically change the world you could remove yeah. ha- hunger you could remove uh, any water shortage you could cure like potentially incurable diseases like cancer and aids yes. why, why why would you keep that information to yourself instead of imparting it <laughs> to the rest of the world who could use it well, because I finally just came out of the closet about three months ago. I have been keeping it to myself since probably July is when they made me aware of it. When I when I really first doctored somebody for the first time where it was very real to me, um, that's when that's when things got really real. That's when I understood the power that they gave me. And it, it scared me, honestly. It made me cry. I was like, oh my gosh, nobody will ever believe me. You know, people won't understand that I, a person like me can do this. And so I, it was all about me. It was the ego that was making me doubt myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wasn't sure if I was able to go public yet with people. I wanted to keep practicing with it on my own and doing it privately. Uh, but do you think that you'll ever go public with this information and let everyone know that you can possibly cure world hunger and cancer? Yes, I will go public. Um, in order for that to ha- take place, um, I have to work with people and raise their frequency and their vibration. They have to, in order for me to doctor and to heal, they have to raise their own frequency and they have to make some life-changing events in their life. I can't, I can't just be like, okay, blink my eye and you're going to be cured. I can cure you, but in order to keep you cured, you have to change. It's like going to the doctor for pharmaceuticals. If you go in there and get your diagnosed, you have to change your way of life and take those prescriptions. Well, that's the same way the cosmic law works. You have to change your frequency and your way of life to keep yourself healed. Does that make sense? Oh uh, Yeah, in a sense it does. But uh, do you think that the government knows about this and they're trying to hide it from us? Knows about what no, knows about the fact that uh, aliens are in contact with a couple of yes. individuals on earth yeah uh, yes. why, why why do you think the government is trying to hide that fact from us i don't think that they're trying to hide it i think that they're 
they're keeping surveillance. I mean, I'm, I'm positive I'm, and I've been told that I'm under surveillance with them, but not in a bad way. And they're definitely protecting me. Um, they, they are all around me. They know when I come and go from my house, when I leave with my family, they're there, they're always surrounding me. And it's like, they're, they're cautious because I think they're maybe, I could get bombarded by all kinds of crazy people too, not just the good people that want healing, but I believe there's a lot of crazies out there that, and I don't want to call them crazies. I don't believe that they're crazy, but you know, they may try to, you know, grab me or do something. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I, I do know that um, they know and the government understands that I have the power and the abilities and the technology and it ain't nothing that I play with. I'm very respectful with it. And so they respect my privacy also. Uh-huh. So uh, you, you also mentioned that you have the ability to time, to time travel, right? Yes. Uh, so ha- have, you, have you done it? Have you gone to the past or yes. the future? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The past, you've gone into the past. Yes. So what, what, what was that like? What year did you go to? Um, I don't know what year I went to, but um, when I when I go there, I go through. It's like a thunderstorm, just like that movie. Um, have you ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah. Okay. It's like that. Yeah, it's like that movie where they use the lightning to travel through the electrical field. Well, that's kind of what happened with me as I travel through electrical fields when it's lightning and thundering out. And sometimes I don't even know where what's happening until I'm there because things around me just don't make sense when I'm in that time period. But when they send me back to go do it, now I'm aware of it. Now I understand it. So it's easier for me when it happens where before I didn't know what I was doing, I just knew I was there praying and fixing a problem and then they would bring me back out and when I would come back out to reality back out here again um, things would be about a little different like this last time I feel like when I came back out it everything was about five years ahead we were five years into the future already when I came back like the timeline changed everything was new around me the people that were my family and my close friends were still the same but on a different way they were just more understanding about me let's put it that way and um i noticed like there was newer buildings up and there were um different vehicles like brand new newer cars that weren't here before and then when i used to ask people like what's going on like when did we get this everybody it was normal to them i was the one that was abnormal they were like what are you talking about and i'm like no this wasn't like this and then when i would go to certain um places where business people were and i'd be like hey what happened to that person they're like oh that person hasn't worked here for like five years and i'm like then that's when it started clicking when people were saying five everything was at a five 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 i was like okay so i time traveled back and came back when i came back to reality i'm five years into the future something so when i went back in time to go fix that problem i fixed it and it changed the whole timeline the only thing that was different was me what, what problem did you fix? What changed the timeline? Uh, when I went back, there was a dark energy force that was here on the planet that was causing a lot of suicides. It was causing a lot of people to be on drugs. It was causing when the energy would come around you, it would make you feel like you wanted to go crazy or be angry or it would make you depressed. It would make your body feel uncomfortable. 
and it would shape shift into animals and then it would shape shift into just different things like different different like plants and trees and it would shape shift into stuff and you wouldn't even know that it was by you but if it was by you it would cause your energy field to make you sick well when I went back in time to go change it I saw it in the field I had my little nephew with me and he's like 11 years old I took him out and I had the binoculars and in the field I could see this big circle spinning and I could see these little black dark um I don't know. They look like shadows. They were walking, moving towards it, and they were jumping in it. And it was like spinning them into the earth or it was spinning them somewhere. And so um, we, I, I went and I did a ceremony. I went and talked to some medicine people in my native culture. And they told me that we had to open up a portal and have the, God, the star nation pull them out and take them out of here off the planet. And so that's what we did. I did my ceremony. They did theirs. And... After we did our ceremony that night, about three, two or three o'clock in the morning, a, a big storm came through and it, I thought we were in a tornado. I really did. I, I mean, the, all the wind in the house was blowing through the whole house. There was lightning. There was r heavy rain coming down. It was like a, a storm. And then it lasted for like 45 minutes. And then after it was gone the next morning, everything was crisp clear people were happy I saw kids out playing that normally doesn't normally happen and um I had gotten a text from my daughter and she asked where I was at because she was wondering she thought I wouldn't wasn't going to be gone so long she said I'd been gone for a month and I was only gone for six days but then uh, in these uh, periods of time that you disappear like you said that there were five years in between where you had jumped ahead of time and you didn't know that things had changed, that buildings had come up and cars had changed and yes. new technology had come in. Uh, in. In that period of five years, uh, didn't people notice you missing or did someone come and take your place? I don't know because they, I mean, for me, I guess they thought I was only gone for five, for a month. Okay, so my daughter texted me and said I was gone for a month, Okay. And I went and took uh -huh. that text over to a medicine man. I said, look, I've only been gone like six days. And my daughter said I've been missing for a month. And it, it's not like it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, she's missing. Where did she go? They know they knew that I went back to the rest. So when they when I go back to the reservation, sometimes I would stay up there for three to four months just to go help my people. So it's not like it was a big alert. You know what I mean? They weren't alerted that I was like missing as a missing person. They were just wondering uh -huh. like, where I was at. But when I came back, when she told me I was gone for a month, that triggered me. And that and that's when I knew that something was different. Like, I, I already knew that I had helped get rid of that dark energy. And so then that's when I decided to come home. And when I decided to come home, um, I came through another thunderstorm coming back home again and lightning and stuff. And when I got back home, I was exhausted for almost a week. Like I couldn't even get up and eat. I was so drained out. I mean, I couldn't believe, like, I just couldn't believe how tired I was when I came back home. And then when I went out and I started looking around, that's when I started noticing there were cars that were newer here. We had all moderns, just things were different. And when I went to go, when I was, when I went back in time, I got to see my dad when he was 20 years old. And he was driving this 80-some-year-old, this pickup, this Bronco that was, like, made in the 80s. And I was sitting at the park, and I was journaling. 
And I had gone oh. to his house. To, I had gone to his house to go see him in, in which I thought was I was in real time. I had gone to go see him, but he wasn't. There was the lights. The whole house was dark, and which was weird because that's never. He, there's always somebody in his house. His three kids live with him and their families, and so there's always kids playing. I mean, just that was just weird. Nobody was there, and so the next day, that's when I was sitting at the park and I was journaling. And I saw him drive by and he made eye contact with me and he bowed his head like he shook his head like, yes. And then he just drove on by. And I remember going, oh, that's my dad. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, like that's my dad in his but, 20s. But th that must be such an such an interesting experience to have, right? Like to see your dad in yes. his 20s. Or yes. doesn't don't these experiences yes. take a toll on your mind? Like when you yes. come back. Having yes. seen your dad when he was in his 20s, or doesn't yes. that affect you mentally? Yes, it did. It, it made me go into seclusion for a long time until I met it, until I, until I went out and talked to Star Nation and I asked them, like, what's going on? Like, what are you guys doing to me? Like, this is, I was starting to become scared. You know what I mean? I feel like I didn't have no one to talk to. And then they just started educating me. They started putting people on my path. Um, like I said, they got me in contact with Jimmy Church on Fade to Black, which I would have never, ever, ever even thought about talking to him or researching or going on his show. They they made that happen so that I could be more exposed to people in the UFO community that could talk to me and I could research them and they could teach me that time travel is possible and it is happening and only certain few people can do it. And so when I started researching it, then I started to feel safe again. And I was like, okay, I, I trust them that they know what they're doing. And they know that I'm not going to go crazy over the information. So it's it's all a learning experience. And it's all unfolding, even talking to you, and meeting with you and, and getting uh -huh. my word, out, getting my word out there to help people understand that they are here, the technology is real. And if it can happen with a common person like me, um, other people can reach that higher level of um, frequency and make contact also. How many other people do you know who have the same ability as you do? Nobody. That Well, they, they each have something. Don't get me wrong. They each have something that I am able to do. They may have, some may have remote viewing. Some may have psychic. Some, might, some may have telepathic healing. Everybody has something, but I haven't met anybody that has all of them like I do. I feel like I have all five of them, and I haven't come across anybody But why, while I've been researching that carries all five. Like they, What I was told is it's called a genius technology, and so I, that's just what I named it is a genius um, energy. <laughs> and so I haven't met anybody that has all five of them, but I have met people that have each one of stuff that I've got. You know, it's interesting that you say that. That uh, so you're, you're you're saying that you're the only one that possesses all of these powers, right? I'm not saying that I am the only one. I'm saying I am the only one that I know of right now. Oh, but uh, how come you haven't uh, come in contact with uh, other people with the same? <laughs> um, I I mean, I research them online. You know what I mean? I I research them and I can usually tell if they're real or they're fake or they're just, you know, trying to earn money. Like me, I have not used any of my technology gifts to gain wealth off of. I've done them solely just to help people. And I think that is why Star Nation trusts me with all of them is that I don't sell myself out for money to, you know, use it in a negative way like that for self-gratification. I've kept it slowly to help the world and for humanity. 
and to help our planet. So I don't go into um, hanging around a lot of people that are going to misuse me in any kind of way. So when I research those people that have this technology that I have, I kind of watch them on online and I see if they're legit and some are and some aren't. So, uh, you know, there are, there are a bunch of movies that are centered around uh, uh, human contact with extraterrestrial life. Yes. Uh, so, your, your experience was nothing like that, right? Um, it's Hollywood. They make movies so that they can captivate the human to watch it. Um, it doesn't really happen like how it does in the movies. It's the, that's more fantasy made up. But, but it's got truth to it, so that that's how they grow off of it. Like the a movie Arrival, that is my story. Those are my facts. Those are how I make contact with them. And somehow somebody got that information and made a movie out of it. Um, I also... Wait, so so that movie was based on uh, true events? Um, but they, they turned it into a Hollywood yeah, movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, they probably dramatized yes. it, but uh, at yes. the most basic level. Yes, because like when she was making contact with them in that shell, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I have. Okay, remember when she was making contact, they were making symbols with her, right? Yeah, uh, she could okay. talk to them, she could, she could decode, right? Yes, that's was an what I was doing. Yes, that, yes, that's what I was doing for the last five years, is talking to them through symbols up in the sky and then decoding them. Uh, decoding them for whom, though? For, for yourself? Or for, for myself, uh, yeah. an organization? Or, <laughs> well, why isn't there an organization that takes care of this, though? Um, no, I was decoding it for just for myself. But I believe that um, my cell phones were being hacked and my SD cards of all my evidence that I ever had have all turned up missing. So it was like at some point there was a there was probably some dark organizations that were maybe following me and I didn't know it at the time because I was so innocent to it and what I was doing that they were grabbing all my documentation and all my information and just, you know, wiping all my stuff out so that I was never had anything to really share with the public when I when if I ever decided to go public. But when I was just playing around with star nation out there and talking with them i was completely innocent to what i was doing but to a grander um audience of organ these organizations that knew that i was making contact they were definitely roadblocking me and now they can't do it they can't do it to me anymore because they know that the star nation has more power over me that they can wipe out their technology from whatever they're trying to do to me. And so it's almost like they've learned to instead of hiding me and working against me and keeping me quiet, they've learned to let me um, kind of baby step in my own way and that I have not misused any information and I have not caused chaos with it. And so I think they're learning to trust me that um, uh-huh. I'm doing, I'm doing everything in a good way and that I can be trusted. So, is if there was one message that you could just broadcast to the entire planet, what would that message be? Start looking up. <laughs> just looking at the stars, that's where <laughs> all the information lies? Um, well, d- start looking up and start detoxifying um, your body and realize that you are, every single one of us is an antenna that is seated to this planet, to this star, to make connections to them, and that they will bring glorious 
they will bring so much beauty to us. They created this earth. Look at how beautiful. I don't want to say they created it, but um, the universe created the creator, um, God, whoever you want to call it. Um, has source has created this planet and it's got so much beauty. Everything is perfect on it for us. And if they can do stuff like that, why wouldn't you want to make contact with them and learn more about yourself and develop into a higher consciousness? They did tell me a powerful message that in three to five years that we have three to five years to clean up our lives and to correct all of our mistakes and to keep evolving to a higher consciousness that in a blink of an eye, and it may even happen when we're sleeping, you know, I wasn't sure about that, but that came to me also that it might happen while we're all sleeping and they will shit the planet and all the, um, the solar system, everything will shift. And when it shifts like that, everybody that has risen and come into a higher consciousness and a vibration we all get to have these wonderful, beautiful technologies that I possess right now. Everybody will get to have them in three to five years if everybody can start cleaning up their lives and, and their everything around them. Everybody will get that technology and we'll have like a piece of heaven on earth here. Uh, but, but what happens if we don't clean up our act? What happens if we continue on the same path we are on right now? Then you will stay in this lower, heavy density that most people are in right now where you'll stay dumbed down. You know what I mean? Dumbed down means uh -huh. on a really low frequency. Uh-huh. All right. I mean, uh, that's honestly, I, I didn't know a lot of the information that you gave me today. And thank you so much for educating me on this subject. Absolutely. Thank you so for allowing me. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. Uh, is there one message you would want to give my viewers? Just one thing that you could say to them. Um, one message that I would like to share is just remember that each and every one of us are important and we have to work together as one, no matter if you're on the other side of the planet and I'm over here, we all have to work together as one conscience and start helping within our circle, start cleaning your own personal life up and then it'll the frequency from within will radiate out to those around you and you will watch things around you change. And it's a, it's a beautiful wave happening. And it's, it's, if it can happen for me, it can happen for anybody. And so that's an important message is to everybody start just detoxifying your bodies and cleaning out and try something different because what we've been doing doesn't work. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's, got, it's definitely not working for us right now. <laughs> right <laughs> hopefully it changes for us in three to five years like you say yes um so, uh, that's that's, yeah, that's the time that's excuse me that's the time frame that they gave to me is a three to five year i i believe it's going to happen in three and a half years because i'm hitting more on i'm more intuitive on the three to five year time and that was six months ago so i was saying within another three years because time is nothing to them you know what i mean time is what right. we're that we have here and, you know, I'm going to go to the life or the conscious life expo out in L.A. Um, in February and go make more contact with researchers out there so that I can help get the message out there also so that we can start making um, full disclosure on everything that's going on. There's too many of us that are awake and they're and the they're the way that um, the negative forces have been running the planet just doesn't work anymore.
you know, and nobody wants to be on synthetics. Nobody wants to be dumbed down. Nobody wants to be kept secrets from, you know, it's it, that way life just isn't working anymore. So I think if we do everything in a loving, positive way, more people will come forward, even the ones that are crooked and bad that are trying to hoard these technologies. I believe once we can forgive them for all the bad things they've done, that they can turn over a new slate and start something new for themselves, too. All right. Well, I, I wish you luck for that. And I hope you succeed. Thank you. For the better of humanity. So, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, you're welcome. I really thank appreciate you. you making the effort. All right. Thank you. And, you know, hello from the Black Hills. And I'm glad that I got to be able to <laughs> share part of my information to you all. Right. Thank you so much. We're all really grateful for it. Okay. Thanks. You have a great day. You too. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow, okay. Uh, that was quite overwhelming to say the least. Fucking A. I mean, apparently they have everything we need to fix whatever issues we have. And they've helped us in the past, apparently. So why would they not continue doing it? Uh, like, we certainly could do with the fucking cure to cancer and the solution to world hunger, couldn't we? So why would they not just give us what we need? I mean, this just makes me think that there's more than what meets the eye. Now, you can choose to believe her or not, but I'd strongly suggest that you do your research before you form an opinion. And you can use whatever information she gave us today as a start for yourself. Because if you just spew utter fucking bullshit, you're gonna sound like an idiot. And I've heard people sound like idiots before and I, I just don't want you to sound like one. So now, the next time you want to ride around your in your cycle with a shriveled nutsack in your basket just flying across the moon, just know that that shriveled nutsack might have the cure to cancer and knows exactly how your life is going gonna, is gonna to pan out. But, you know, even if aliens aren't exactly how she describes them, I'm sure we're not the only form of life in this endless sea of space. So like always, I hope you enjoyed and thank you for listening.